on the mount of crucifixion, fountains open deep and wide, through the flood gates of God's mercy, flow the vast and gracious tide, grace and love like mighty rivers, poured in and from above, and heaven's peace and perfect justice, kiss the guilty world in Hello. Good morning. How is everybody? I am technically challenged this morning. I can see I'm going to have to watch where my buttons are. It's just one of those mornings, you know, you ever get up and you have one of those. All right. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome to Mercy Poured Forth. It is July the 5th of 2022. So I've got a word this morning. And, you know, the word that was coming to me is um, endurance and and how he helps us to endure. So I wanted to start in Psalm 25. So Psalm 25, I'm going to begin to read. It says, unto you, O Yahweh, do I lift up my soul. O Elohai, I trust in you. Let me not be ashamed. Let not my enemies triumph over me. Yea, let none that wait on you be ashamed. Let them be ashamed which transgress without cause. Show me your ways, O Yahweh. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me, for you are Elohim of my Yahshua, my salvation. You're the Elohim of my salvation. On you do I wait all the day. Remember, O Yahweh, your tender mercies and your loving kindnesses, for they have been ever of old. Remember not the sins of my youth, nor my transgressions. According to your mercy, remember me for your goodness sake, O Yahweh. Good and upright is Yahweh. Therefore, will he teach sinners in the way. The meek will he guide in judgment and the meek will he teach his way. All the paths of Yahweh are mercy and truth unto such as keep his covenant and his testimonies. You know, our paths don't always look like all the ways they are mercy and truth. You know, this is what's so interesting to me with what I was reading this morning. I I was reflecting on, of course, one of, one of my favorite authors and something that she had to say in her book of encouragement is uh, Joni Erickson Tata. She's just been a favorite of mine my whole life. And so in this, she was, she wrote this chapter called, um, I wouldn't do this for just anybody. And I just wanted to read you a small section out of it. You know, her preface as she begins this part, she was talking about how Yahweh is always looking for an opportunity to demonstrate his magnificence and greatness to mankind. And she's saying that, you know, human suffering provides one of the best platforms from which to do this. When Yahweh walked amongst us as a man, the blind saw, the deaf heard, the lame leaped. 
right? But he's also got another way that he demonstrates his greatness today. And so I had this one little section I wanted to read to you. She says, strange as it may seem, it appears God often not only allows, but actually ensures that his children undergo and endure long periods of real difficulty. Not only that, but he seems to be hurting his own cause by letting this take place within plain view of unbelievers who scoff at Christianity. Not one embarrassing detail escapes the eyes of these scorners as they jeer. Look at how this so-called loving God treats his devoted followers. <laughs> yeah, I have felt that come at me before. Yeah, she says, but wait, as we continue observing, we notice something unusual. These Christians on whom God has sent trial after tri trial refuse to complain. I can't say that's always been true of me. <laughs> God is still working on me to make sure that I am not a complainer or a murmurer because that's the last thing I want to be, right? Rather than shake rebellious fist at heaven and rather than curse the one who allows them such misery, they respond with praise to their creator. And I have to say that, you know, there was a certain point in my life. I went from being someone that when things didn't go my way to where I was questioning, you know, Yah's love for me to he brought me to that place in the wilderness to where I was able to get it. And I was able to say you do love me, it, that my circumstances are not a reflection of, of your love for me, that there are things that you need me to know. And sometimes you need me to be uncomfortable so that I'll get it, you know, and I got that whole different perspective. And that is what happens sometimes. Sometimes things are hard, but there's a lot more going on than, than just what I realize, right? So then she continues to write, at first, the world mocks. It's only a phase. They assure themselves, just wait. But as the trials continue and the Christians refuse to curse God and die, the watching world is forced to swallow its own words and eventually drop its jaw in amazed disbelief. Thus, God has shown one of the most effective ways in which suffering can bring glory to himself. It demonstrates his ability to maintain the loyalty of his people, even when they face difficult trials. If being a Christian brought us nothing but ease and comfort, the world wouldn't learn anything very impressive about our God. Big deal, men would say. Anybody can get a following by waiting on people hand and foot. But when a Christian shows faith and love for his maker, in spite of the fact that on the surface, it looks as if he's been forgotten, it does say something impressive. It shows the scoffers that our God is worth serving even when the going gets tough. It lets a skeptical world know that, that what that Christian has, that believer has is absolutely real. So I just wanted to share that little snippet out of, um, out of her book today. And then what did I do? I lost my place where I was going next. So give me just a moment. <laughs> I put a, there it is. I put a marker in it and couldn't find my own marker. That's the kind of morning I'm, <laughs> but that's all right. We're going to press on. Shalom. It's good to see all my friends here. I love you guys. It's wonderful to come and spend this time with you. And and I, it's okay. Some days, you know, you just wake up and your hair's a mess and you're out of time and things are crazy. And that's just the kind of morning that I've had this morning. But, you know, praise y'all. It's all right because I'm amongst friends and I'm going to press on and do what I felt like y'all put on my heart and pray that it is a blessing to you guys. 
Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Laura Lee. <laughs> All righty. So the next place we're going is 2 Corinthians 4. Shalom, Kay. Good to see you too. Hi, Kat. Good to see you. Okay. So 2 Corinthians 4. Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we faint not. That's just it. He's been so merciful to me that I'm not going to quit. You know, once you get it that you know the amount of mercy he's poured out on you, when I can look at my own life and I reflect and I go, I would have thrown her away. I would have said she's not worth it if I had been judge of myself, right? And many people in my own family have done that with me and cut me out of their lives because they thought I wasn't worth it you know, and, and that's hard. But what Yah has said is I am worth it. And he's given me a family and you guys are it. <laughs> so therefore seeing we have this ministry as we have received mercy, we faint not, but have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of Yahweh deceitfully. But by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of Yahweh, right? It's saying we're willing to walk out this thing right in the midst and to walk it out in truth, not mishandling, not trying to get it for gain, but trying to, to be a person who walks in truth and righteousness. In whom the L of this world, so we know who that is, right? Hasatan, right? It's a little E-L. In, in here, in whom the L of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious Basora of Mashiach, who is the image of Yahweh, should shine unto them. He's saying they're blind to who our Mashiach is. They, they can't see him at all, right? The unbelievers, the ones who've hardened their hearts. And that's what Hasatan does. He blinds people to the truth and the goodness and the reality of who Yah is. For we preach not ourselves, but Mashiach Yahusha, our Adonai, and ourselves, your servants, for Yahusha's sake. We become servants to others for the sake of Yahusha. For Yahweh, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of Yahweh in the face of Yahusha HaMashiach. And how does this treasure manifest? This is what's so beautiful to me. We have this treasure in earthen vessels. I mean, that's what it is. I mean, I always look at it and say, it's like light shining out of a bunch of cracked pots, right? I mean, that's what it looks like to me sometimes. We have this treasure of his light in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of Yahweh. It's of no man and not of us. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken, cast down, but not destroyed, always bearing about in the body the dying of Adonai Yahusha, that the life also of Yahusha might be made manifest in our body. 
For we which live are always delivered unto death for Yahushua's sake, that the life also of Yahushua might be made manifest in our mortal flesh. So then death works in us, but life in you. We having the same Ruach of belief, according as it is written, I believed and therefore I have spoken. That comes from Psalm 119, 142. We also believe and therefore speak, knowing that he which raised up Adonai Yahusha shall raise up us also by Yahusha and shall present us with you. For all things are for your sakes, that the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of many rebound to the glory of Yah. It's our thanksgiving that gives glory unto Yah in all circumstances. For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. You know, as we get older and the things that are going on in this world cause different problems, our inward man is still renewing day by day. Even though our flesh may be under persecution, our inward man is growing stronger and stronger. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, works for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Oh my goodness, Laura Lee, I see your comment on there. And I'm just so sorry for, for the heartache that's going on with your family right now. I'm just, I'm so sorry for that. And I will be in, in prayer. So before I leave you guys today, I wanted to share a little bit of this song. And Laura Lee, I hope it really ministers to you. It's by Lies Hadassah Wild, and it's called The Woman at the Well. So let me add that to my screen and play a little bit of this for you guys. I 
see if I can remove that you know so this just even the imagery of that beautiful video reminds me that despite how we feel in ourselves and our own flesh how ill-equipped we may feel the truth of the matter is that we are a vessel that the light of Yah is in and we are here for such a time as this as just like in Laura Lee's situation today, her family is experiencing great tragedy and the light of Yah is going to shine through her vessel to minister out the truth of who he is in the midst of horrendous circumstances. And this is, this is what's happening on this time at this time on the earth and, and, and probably always has been, you know, that that people are are hurting but then they know that imperfect as we are there is the light of our father of the truth of mashiach that shines out of our cracked vessel right and it shines out into the darkness and it ministers and it speaks of an eternal truth and that yah that yah is good that his mercy endures forever he is ever faithful and he will always be with us. And we can be honored today that despite any circumstances we're facing, he has chosen to shine his light through us to others. So blessings to you guys. Lord Lee, I'm just going to lift you up in prayer right now. Father, we come together as a group right now for Laura Lee and, and we pray, Father, for her family. We ask for comfort. We ask for comfort for her entire family. We ask that strength in, in her and in her family, Father, that your truth would be made known, that, that you would give Laura Lee as she reaches out to minister to her family, that your word, a fit word in season, a word for the weary, a word for the hurting, a word for the lost, a word for the hopeless would be upon her tongue. And I pray that your hand would be upon her, that you would strengthen her physically, mentally, spiritually to face what she's got to face and walk through with her family. And I pray this, that anybody else that hears this, that's in similar circumstances, that they would take that as a prayer for their themselves and their own family today, and that they would have your strength to face what they need to face. So I love you guys, and um, I hope you'll come back to join us today. We will have our, our ladies show, Walking in the Word. That'll be at 1 p.m. EST, right back here in the same place. And um, we're looking forward to that. All right. Love you guys. On the Mount of Crucifixion 
fountains open deep and wide through the floodgates of God's mercy flow the vast and gracious tide grace and love like mighty rivers poured in and from above heaven's peace and perfect justice kiss the guilty world in love